All right, so we're going. And uh, what me and Mike were just sitting here talking about on a Sunday night at like 11 p.m. is uh, it goes back to the Ford thing. What the hell do we do with um, with Ford Attack now? You know, we're working on the next issue. We're getting pretty deep into it. Um, what do we do with this Ford Attack thing that we've been doing for the past year now that Ford is not making cars going forward? We knew they weren't making the Fiesta. That's okay, because it didn't really sell that well. Um, uh, you know, it's kind of a niche thing. But then they say they're not making the Focus, you know, the ST um, or the RS, which we kind of figured as well. But nobody knew about the ST. And so it's kind of just kind of the straw that breaks it all down, because it's like, well, damn. Now, it's a Mustang, and you've always made a Mustang. So Ford Attack, I mean, you know, where can you go with that? The, the, the Attack thing was like... For those of you guys who who don't know, like the attack kind of spawned from the fact that they were hitting on all levels. If you were a tuner and you're into those global chassis and small turbocharged engines and stuff, they had it with the ST and the RS, the Fiesta and the Focus. Um, if you're and the in, Mustang. Well, well, yeah, and the Mustang, the EcoBoost Mustang. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and if you're a V8 guy, a pony car guy, the Mustang's iconic. You know, so they had it with that. If um, uh, you're into trucks and off-road. You can't beat the concept of the Raptor. You know, it's the truck we've all wanted since we were toddlers. Uh, so th they had a lot going on for a lot of different customers, hence the Ford Attack. And for those of you guys who don't know, that was never a sponsored, paid-for, marketed thing that was genuine. We were driving the cars. We noticed a trend that these cars were cool. So we jumped on it because um, there, was, there was a momentum behind it. So what do we do now that Ford is not making, what, the STs and the RSs? They're still making the Mustang, yeah. but there's already, a, there's magazines for that. It's a Mustang, like, duh. Yeah. Um, I mean, all this being said, all, all the crying and stuff, Ford is still making cool vehicles, which a lot of manufacturers are not. So they're, they're not making as many, but they are still making cool vehicles. Well, and I would, so, I mean, I would interrupt and say Ford still made cool vehicles. Like, they made these cars. So even if they're not making them, and even if we can't get hyped on the next generation of Focus or Fiesta or RS or whatever it is, um, they're still out there. And they're still going to run through the pipeline. They're going to decrease in value a little bit. More people are going to buy them. The aftermarket companies are going to break through and figure out more little tricks and 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 we're going to push the limits and figure out where they really are um so in a way ford attack is still relevant um yeah. sort of but do we really need to call it ford attack i mean we can just feature cool fords as they pop up and we can follow it as we feel like we want to and we don't have yeah. to freaking like you guys we, we've been it's hard, you know, you're searching out these cars and trying to figure out what you're going to do. And we've been dedicating a, what, a, I don't know, 20% of a magazine every issue to that. Um, that's, that's the tough part because we've literally been allocating resources and real estate to this idea. In fact, hell, when we first started this, we almost made an entire new publication strictly for <laughs> That was for the attack. concept. Yeah, thank God oh you talked God. me out of thank that. Thank God I talked you out of that. Okay. Oh, I'd be losing so much money right now. <laughs> Mike, Mike, the guy in the brave shirt is the responsible one. I am clearly not. Um, and so I was like, let's go, man. Let's dive in. Ford Attack, let's start a separate magazine. We'll figure it out. And he was like, pump the brakes, dude. Like, we don't, we don't need to necessarily do that right off the bat. So, you know, we've been spending a year, like, 
yeah, trying to figure out what exactly is there. And, and and it's gotten bigger and bigger every, every dude, issue like, that we've done. It's gotten really good. And then the rug just got completely pulled out from under us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, the question is, how do we move on? Do we, uh, we, we want to continue to support. If you're a Ford owner, like, we're going to keep supporting you guys because you're cool. And you guys have supported the hell out of us. I Like, those of you who don't own Fords, there is honestly something special in... In, I mean, I can at least say the ST and RS market because I had bought the Fiesta, you had bought the Mustang, so I kind of went deep into the, you know, all the ST pages and all that on Facebook, and uh, and so we're gonna keep supporting that for sure. Um, I'll tell you one thing I've I've noticed from all the events that we've gone to this year, ever since we started this, um, the ST and RS community. As we meet these guys, as we've gone kind of all over the country and we've met these guys, that's a cool group of guys and girls. And they all kind of have that old school family thing to them. They're all willing to help each other and give pointers and advice. Like they haven't, I guess they haven't gotten to the point of their existence yet to the shit talking and we're going to, yeah, you know, they're still, all the ideas. They're still cool. They're still and like excited. Yeah. They're still excited about the whole thing. Um, and they're not just doing it to get Instagram likes. Most of them are doing it to actually go fast. Uh, so it's just a cool group of people. I, I've, I've honestly enjoyed the hell out of it. There have been certain times where we've been talking to these people, and I'm like, did I get the right car? Like, I love the Mustang, but let's face it, man. Like, the, the, the typical Mustang guy is, is not not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's just, it's, we'll, well leave it at that. Mustang guys, the thing is, a Mustang guy expects a magazine about Mustangs. You know what I mean? Whereas the ST guys were like, they've always been the ignored and the underdog, you know, and they're like, yes, you, you get what I get, you know? And so it was like an instant bond. Um, and, and I don't want to leave those guys hanging and we're not going to, even though Ford did, but, uh, <laughs> um, so, okay. So you'll hear so much anger in your voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, with regards of what to do, I've been contemplating selling the Fiesta which my heart does not want to do because I still love the car. I'm still having fun with it. There's still more I want to do to it. Um, how much more really though? I, mean, I want to make it look it? cool now. Like I've been, you know, for those of you guys who haven't seen it in the magazine, we put a, uh, a Borg Warner EFR 6258 turbo on it. Uh, Brian from JST tuned it and the thing freaking rips. And it's hilarious and it's bonkers and mm. you, you can't drive it normally. It, it's like the best. It, it is why we modify hot hatches, like in a nutshell. The thing is rad. And, uh, but, you know, it looks fairly, I mean, it's lowered, it's on wheels and everything. But now I want to go like obnoxious, you know, like now I want to make it look silly. Um, now you want to ruin it. Now I want to cut it, it and the next ruin project it. Car. <laughs> yes. So, so you're going to take a car that has value and give it zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just bugging me, man. It needs to be louder, you know? Again, again financially responsible idiot just just so you guys know admittedly with the dynamic <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so anyway like i'm torn because i'm a passionate guy by nature um i just you know like my wife always criticizes me because she's like you force everybody to like like what you like you know whether it's music or cars or whatever like you just can't you're always like pounding it in um so like part of me feels like all right i'm pissed i need to take a stand as an enthusiast 
As an enthusiast, when I bought the Fiesta, I didn't just buy a Fiesta. I bought into the Ford movement. You know, I saw something happening. I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to wave the flag, you know, so I bought the Fiesta. You bought the Mustang. Like, so you guys know, we went out and bought two of these cars within a couple of weeks of each other um, to do this. And it wasn't like, they're not dollar cars, you know, like, trust me, every month when we pay for them, I'm reminded they're not dollar cars. We're not cool enough to get dollar cars, apparently. So, yeah, and, and so, we're not. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Just just to be freaking real with you guys, because this, this does play into the decision-making. In the year, year and a half that we've been messing with these Fords and doing Ford Attack, like, Ford really hadn't given a shit, to be honest. You know, like, I've got a contact at Ford, and he's cool. But aside from that, like, they hadn't gotten behind it. As a matter of fact, we're, we're supposed to be putting a 2-liter EcoBoost with a 2.3 head on a uh, Miata, do a, a, a swap into a Miata. And I had approached them, you know, back in February about seeing if they could supply the head. They just now got back and, and gave me the most generic email, two and a half, three months, whatever it is now later. Um, so, you know, yeah, I take some of that personally. It's frustrating when you're trying to do something and it's from the heart and, um, and you get no enthusiasm from the brand that you're trying to help. And then you get a response that's just like, well, as you can assume, we get a lot of people that hit us up, and it's like, I mean, just being real, it's like, dude, we're a freaking magazine. We're printing this thing thousands of times, sending it to people's homes. You know, like, what? Really? Like, you can't even respond to an email, and when you do, it's something generic like that. You know, so that that's the Ford landscape right now that we're sitting at. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, the girl at GM could be more <laughs> excited to work with us. The girl at GM, like second generation GM, passionate. I think she's got like a Nova she's or awesome. a Chevelle or something that she drag races. This chick got back to me in two hours and was like, tell you what, if you get a Camaro, we can pretty much unlock all the GM performance goodies. You know, So, so that, we're going to get a Camaro. So we're going to get a Camaro. Like, it's like the ultimate tuner thing because I can go get... An SS Camaro, which is not a tuner, I understand that, but I can go get an SS Camaro, and because of GM and, and the system that they have, the network that they have with their aftermarket stuff, not just me, anybody can go get um, Z21 suspension, you can get Z01 brakes, you can get heads and cans for your LS3, you can get Z28 Aero, like they sell all that stuff. So it's kind of the ultimate tuner because you buy kind of the base, not that an SS is a base, but you know what I mean? You buy into the the v8 base and then you can modify it as you want this is all oem stuff you know and um but it's not just that it's the fact that gm is on pulse enough and they have the the enthusiasm into what we're doing even though we're not the freaking biggest magazine or tv show in the whole freaking planet like they're into the fact that we're into it and they're willing to support that um so here we are at a crossroads on a sunday night and i'm sitting here going do I dump the Fiesta, which as an enthusiast I love, uh, but as a magazine owner I realize maybe has run its course. Um, do I dump it and go go where the energy is? Because that's it's for any of you going sellout. It's not a sellout move. Like we should follow where the energy is because part of our job is to show you guys what companies are like in this you know what companies get it and which ones are dried up you know and 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 so part of me wants to go that route part of me wants to keep the 
you know, I was talking to Matt from Motorworks because he called me the day after he heard I was thinking about selling it. it was like, you all right, man? And I'm like, what? He goes, well, did you bump your head? Like, you've been, did you see a doctor? And I was like, dude, where are you going? And he was like, why in the hell would you sell the Fiesta, which is such a cool and unique and niche little car, to go get a Camaro, which every... It's a sheep car. Everybody's got a Camaro. You know, everybody's got a Mustang. And he's like, honestly, GM's making the same kind of moves to kind of dump the smaller little cars. So eventually it's going to be Mustang Camaro if you want, you know, an American car that you can modify. And I get that, you know, and it makes me fall in love with the Fiesta again because it's like, you're right, man. Like, I don't want to just be another one of the sheep. I want to have something cool and fun and you know what? Even if Ford doesn't make it anymore, they did. And that's cool. Like, they used to make a Cosworth. You know, like, that. Like it, it, it's a little piece in time, you know, that I have. It's a, You know, and so, why well, just dump it to get something else? But at the same time, as you were saying, you know, it's, um, we're a magazine. We're casting a net, you know, and it's like... Well, I mean, the more we talk it? about this, the more I'm actually torn on it. Uh, my, my initial reaction was, get rid of that 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 car immediately get something else to, to to make a statement and just to kind of move on move on with our our brand they're rip moving the band-aid off because what what i said once i rip that band-aid off i'll be over yeah. at that yeah, point be i'll be like quick. ford fucked up but i don't care you know <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. i'm still emotionally invested in it yeah so yeah. it hurts yeah but the the part that the part that stops me is is the community. What I was talking about earlier with the, the ST and the RS owners being pretty cool and, and what I think we should see more of in this industry uh, as, as far as groups of guys and girls tuning and modifying cars. We do need more of that. And they, there's a lot of these cars that were built and are out there. Uh, and that's a lot of platforms that can be modified and a lot of parts that can be sold. A lot of like, turbo platforms, which means a lot even of turbo more parts, platforms. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like, um, for example, we're giving Ford shit for this, but let's just take Honda for example. If they were to stop building uh, the new Type R, let's say they ran it for three or four years and they stopped building it, people wouldn't boycott Honda. They would all try to get their hands on that Type R to have it. Right. to have it forever and to modify it, enjoy the hell out of it because Honda has that heritage with us, with our mindset. Ford doesn't. We got super excited because Ford was making the leap to do it and it's like they went they went nine and a half yards. They, they didn't go the full 10 and they turned around and went the other way. They retreated well, hold on, for, hold on. for whatever reason. Hold, Sorry, on your, hold on your thought, but let me interrupt because like I just thought of something that they might, you know, people listening might not realize. It's like, what what we were looking at when we got into the Fords and when we bought them and decided to dedicate a part of the magazine was we saw not only what was happening but where it was going to go and we were like, dude, yeah. First of all, they're hitting the market with turbo motors like this that are are responding well to mods. Like that's going to be awesome for the aftermarket. Not only that, the Ford Focus ST motor was shared with the like Escape or whatever. You yep. know, so like these motors are. Even though they don't seem like they're everywhere, they're everywhere, which means they're cheap, which means they're going to be swapped, which is strategically why we got the Miata. And we were like, okay, so we're a year in. We've been featuring the cool fours and and hopefully starting to help that mind shift. um, You know, what am I trying to say? Whatever, the mindset shift um, that Fords aren't 
weird. And, you know, because, you know, people now, they're like, you talk about a focus now and people are like, yeah, no, that's cool. Whereas a couple years ago, it was like, nah, it's a focus, you know? Um, but all that's changing. Yeah. So, like, our next whatever plan of battle was to start showing how these motors can be swapped and, and swapped affordably. Um, because mm -hmm. if you're paying attention, like, that's why the Honda community is the Honda community. You know, it's because of the swaps and all those swap options and stuff. So that's well, where Ford we were just going. Ford just used to kind of seem, at least in the mind of a normal tuner, at least me, that like they were kind of stuck in the, the Stone Age a little bit. You know, like you thought you went and bought your Ford and it, it came with your pair of jean shorts and, and a mullet with the car. Yeah. You know, it just, it just it didn't seem the same. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, I, I, whatever. I interrupted you the first time, um, just because I wanted people to realize that we did have that plan. Like, a, as magazine owners, we saw like what was going on, and we saw where it could go over ten years, fifteen years, you know. And and um, so, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of what's frustrating is because we see a lot of what happened with Honda maybe in the early two thousands, where it's like. You, wait, <laughs> like you had all this, all well, the momentum you could ask for, and then you just, you know, change directions or whatever. Yeah, but at, but at that point, by the time that happened, Honda had had ten plus years of making cool cars that we really enjoyed, uh, whereas Ford was like just getting started with it, and our eyes were getting big about the five year plan. Holy shit! If they're doing this already, what's the five year plan? And then they ripped that freaking rug right out from under us and said, "Just kidding, guys." Yeah. Um, so it just kind of, it's just a little bit of a buzzkill. Well, that's the, yeah, I, I think, yeah, what you're saying is when Honda kind of metaphorically ripped the rug out, they already had like they 10, already 10 or 15 years of cars and momentum. Ford has, you know, five, <laughs> if that, or, you know what I mean? And basically yeah. one or two models. Um, so it's not enough. They ripped the rug out too early. You know, and that's, that's, I think I've said that somewhere. I don't remember if I wrote it or if it was in a podcast, but it, it, it like, they don't get the we tried it and it didn't work excuse because you gotta, if you're Ford, you know, and you have Ford's history with enthusiasts and tuners and stuff, you gotta give it more than five years. You gotta give it a couple models at least, not one and done. You know, that's not, that's not gonna do anything. You wasted your time. Well, this brings me to another point that we were discussing last Friday. I don't know if you remember, but if these guys really want to use the excuse of we tried it and it didn't sell, where is the marketing for this stuff? When was the last time you saw a commercial, a full-page ad, anything for an yeah. ST? Or an RS. Like, where? Have you seen a commercial for an ST or an RS? And then they say, well, it doesn't work. There's not a market in America. Well, you haven't Bullshit. made one. You know what I mean? Like, you haven't tried. You market an F-150 every damn day of my life, you know, or, or whatever, an explore, an escape, or, oh, oh, my favorite was the, this is my fight song, <laughs> with the new Ford, <laughs> what, what was it, Edge? Um, so you're marketing that. to everybody but tuners. And then, yeah. and then you go, well, there's no market here. Like, uh, that you, like you create it. You've created the landscape of, of American car buying habits. Like, so, I mean, you know, I t yeah, sure. We take some responsibility. Absolutely. Like, you know, like tuners should be putting their money where their mouth is, but, um, you should be trying to like help them direct that money, <laughs> you know, if yeah. you're forward, like give it a, you know, market the car make some commercials, like make some hype. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, they didn't. And um, 
so where we're sitting right now is, you know, I got a Fiesta. It's a cool car on a personal level. Very freaking cool. Like, off the record, I would recommend it to anybody. Um, but on the record, you know, uh, we got to go where the momentum is. Um, time to move on. It's time, yeah, it's time to move on. And, and so I don't know. That's kind of where we're sitting right now. I, I, I haven't decided yet. I've kind of, uh, like, just being honest, I'm looking at Camaros every night, you know, or, or whatever it is. It's pretty much a Camaro. Um, just because I'm attracted to, you know, I, I like trailer trash, big, fat, <laughs> V8s, Joe Dirt, you know. Like, I think I can Joe take... Dirt. I, here's the Here's the thing. The Mustang crossed over. Somehow, some way, it was allowed a pass into the global car enthusiast community, whereas the Camaro is still like, nah, I can't see out of that. Like, what? Who cares like you look like a badass because your arm you know like it's just i don't know for some reason like the the global car community loves the mustang the camaro is arguably better and just a couple paces behind in, in popularity and it's got the freaking legendary ls3 um yeah. prices are coming down but it's ugly compared to the s550 horseshit man that oh thing. you're no, so wrong no incorrect, so wrong sir. incorrect sir um but uh, it's really because the corvette has overshadowed it the corvette has been accepted as as the worldwide car from chevy it still so gets shit camaro's an afterthought yeah yeah not as much as it used to ever since they kind of made the interiors you know, not made out of Legos and Lint logs anymore. That's helped a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, again, kind of like we did with Ford Attack. Like, trying to look into the future. Whether, you know, whatever. Whether it's a Mustang or a Camaro. These cars that they've made for the past decade. You know, 2010 on or whatever. Like, these things are starting to get really hard to ignore. Um mm-hmm. Point being, are you going to buy a, you know, fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars Camaro SS with what, four hundred and a half to five hundred, like four hundred and thirty horsepower, something like that, uh, or are you going to buy a three fifty Z? You know, like nothing against three fifty Z. Not a fair fight. It's quickly going to become like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People hate on Camaros and Mustangs till they get as cheap as the cars that they're buying, and then they're like, whoa, hold on a second. Yeah. Like, so. I don't know, looking at, you know, as a magazine down the road, I think that these um, Mustangs and Camaros are going to hit, like, a, a total, like, born-again period. Like, there's going to be a total different type of customer buying these things, doing different kinds of things to it. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, to me, if you've been sitting here listening to this, going, what the hell is going to buy a Camaro? What are, you know, it's like, <laughs> nah, man, I think there's going to be some cool stuff that we see happening. I think the uh, only thing it's that so much worse than you guys think too, because he wants like a convertible Camaro. I'm not it's... scared of no, I ain't scared of a Camaro. And here's the reason: <laughs> it's gonna guys, be so bad, guys. I've got a four-year-old little girl, and <laughs> I've got a problem with convertibles. My CRX has not had a sunroof in it in four years. <laughs> it stays outside, and you know I got a Jeep, so that's a problem. <laughs> And All then, of his cars have have hold, holes drilled in the floor pan so he can drain the water. Out. They really do. So I Damn. figure with a convertible, I could just take Harlow, my little girl, and go like that. You know, like if you get the freaking Camaro with the, I like the hard top better. 
to be honest. But then you gotta like shoehorn shoehorn her in there, and uh, I feel you on that. And, and a coop's been done a bunch of times, right? Like I feel yeah. like I don't know, maybe it's just the underdog in me, but I want to kind of take a car that like I want people to go. You know what? I would have never thought a freaking convertible, but that's kind of hard ass looking right there. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Want to keep the Fiesta? Maybe, maybe I'll keep it a little while longer. I don't know. There's always going to be Camaros, you know? Well, let's at least give, before we finish this up, let's at least give one answer here. We are going to keep Ford Attack in the magazine. I'm, I'm actually making that rule right now. It's that um, we're just going to call it Ford Attack. Yeah, yeah, it'll just be past tense. <laughs> Y'all have um, to deal with that. <laughs> just, just because, just like when DSMs died, it's a bad example, um, because most of you probably can't relate to it, but when DSMs died, they still lived on getting modified and raced for years and years and years. And I think that's the same thing that's going to happen here. And uh, that was when the aftermarket really was treated best for that vehicle platform and other similar ones just like well, it. Well, look at a Honda, so, dude. Like 20-year-old Hondas are still getting yeah, yeah. revamped and bought and, and breaking records. Um, still getting featured, still breaking records at the racetrack. I mean, there, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah. So, at, as an enthusiast, I guess if you have a Focus or a Fiesta ST or RS or whatever, I don't know if you should feel like you need to dump the car because Ford kind of pissed in your shoes a little bit. Um, but I would understand if you did. I would. Because, you know, like like people like me, that you buy into the the movement and, the, you know, like to me, when I already said, like when... When I bought the car, I wasn't just buying a Fiesta. I was buying, like, into the whole, like, Ford movement or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it really did, dude. Like, I, I haven't wanted to drive the car as much. Like, I haven't been as into it, in love with it, until just recently. Um, I kind of fell back in love with it. So, I don't know. Um, that's kind of where we're at, uh, you know, again, on a Sunday night, shooting the shit and... And uh, it looks like a Camaro might be eminent. I just got to figure out a way to keep both. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the, my, that, that's kind of my Achilles heel. I can't sell yeah. anything. So, all right. And that, that's also the next thing to watch out for. Like, as far as value goes, what's going to happen with these, these ST vehicles? Oh, I know what's going to happen because it happens to me every time. It's going to be the car that everybody wants, but nobody attaches value to. Yes. You know, it's, it's going to be the car. It's like, oh, you got a Fiesta, man? I always wanted one of those. That's just so cool. I'll give you two grand for it. Get out, get out now. Get rid of it now. Shh, don't tell anybody. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, right. So, I don't know. All right. I guess that's it. That's it. We'll see what happens. I put, I put yellow tire tread, you know, letters on it. And, uh... So I may as well keep it now, right? No. And I got to side with Casey. I got to side with your wife Dude, like, honestly, on the fact that you did the most half-assed uh, sales pitch I've ever seen in my life. You put the car for sale it. on just Facebook as a, should I sell this, guys? I'm thinking like, about maybe sad face, probably not. <laughs> come on, man. Selling that's my so, Fiesta. That's yeah, so it's a cry for attention. Cause I want, it I want, is. Subconsciously, I want people to um, tell me, no man, don't sell it, that car's awesome. But if enough people say, yeah, dump that shit and go get yourself a Camaro. You got one here saying dump that shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, 
We'll see what happens. If any of y'all looking for a fiesta, hit it's me good up. Shape. It's fast. <laughs> All right. See y'all. See ya.